Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hey, crazy birds, and welcome to another Top Tip Thursday. Today, we are going to have a look at your house. The new year is in full swing, and you may or may not still have Christmas gifts lying around in the house that you have no idea where to put. Almost every single store had their Christmas sale, and you might have gone a little bit overboard buying items that you may not have needed. Well, before things get too crazy, let's try to get ourselves ready for the new year and get our house in order I'm for sure guilty of having way too many items in our house that we do not use. I've discovered some items in our house that has been in boxes since 2011 and we have never even used the items. So I guess if it has not been used in 8 years, the chances are very slim that it will be used anytime within the next 8 years. Therefore, it might be better to let them go to someone that would be able to use them. Some of you might have one room or cupboard or drawer in the house that are cluttered. Others might have their clutter spread all over their house. Since doing more research on minimalism as well as zero waste living, I have realized that the less clutter I have, the easier it is to keep the house in order and clean. But before we start with the declutter process, it is important to set some rules for yourself. My first rule is anything that I know I have not used in the last year and are very unlikely to use in the next might be better off to let go. Number two, ask yourself if you have any sentimental attachment to this item and if it might be okay for you just to have a photo of you with the item or do you really, really need the physical item? in your life. The third one is, does this item actually bring you a great amount of joy? And then depending on how you answer these questions, either decide to keep the item or to let the item go. Or if you're still a little bit unsure, keep it separate. I've set up a system in our house during the cleaning process to easier get things sorted. We have a lot of items that are being removed from our house and therefore I've dedicated three spaces in our house as the following. If you only have a little bit of items that you feel you need to sort or want to sort often, you can maybe just have three containers in a specific location in your house. So what are these containers or dedicated spaces for? So the first one I like to call my donation box or space. This would be for all the items 
that you find in your house that you do not use and that you have not used in the last year and will probably not be using it in the next. It can also be anything that you feel is really not good quality or broken and if you were to sell these items, you would really not get a lot of money for it. Therefore, these items could rather be donated. The second basket or dedicated space would be your to sell box or space. This would be all the items that you no longer use or will use in the future that you would be able to sell and actually get some money for. This can be something from your secondhand toaster to that little black dress that has not fitted since high school, but it's been in the back of your cupboard for almost 10 years, just in case you lose that extra weight. The third and final basket or dedicated space is your maybe pile. These are the items that you are struggling to let go. It is either sentimental or it might have been expensive or you might think that you could use it when you go to a specific place. Keep these items in a section for at least a month and ask yourself, do I really need this item? Will it make me happier? If you've then made your decision, you can then either move it into the donate or the sell space or box, or you can actually move it into the correct spot where it will be in the house. Some of the things that is easy to remove and make space look clean, uncluttered are magazines. I like to read a magazine, but I would not really purchase one. So if you like reading magazines, maybe try to switch to the online version. You can also check if your magazines can be recycled. Otherwise, it can be used for some upcycled art projects for sure. A space in a house that is very messy is your closet. I'm not sure about you, but my closet used to be a mess. I always complained that I never had anything to wear, yet I have such a large number of items in my closet. After having B. Johnson on the podcast on episode 29 and hearing her talking about her 15 items in her wardrobe, yes, that includes shoes, I just knew I had to rethink my existing cupboard. One of the easiest ways to figure out what it is that I wear often and what has been hanging in my closet for months or years without being worn. I would basically take the the hangers and hang it with the hook of the hanger facing you. So basically the other way around how you would normally hang it. Then every time that you've actually worn an item and it is washed and needs to go back into your cupboard, just place the hanger back as you would normally do with the hook facing away from you. Give yourself some time and maybe in three to six months, have a look at all the clothing that you have not worn and remove them from your cupboard. You might even be able to sell some of the good quality clothing to some of the secondhand clothing stores. If you feel you have just the correct amount of clothing in your cupboard, you can always make a rule that whenever you are purchasing new clothing, you need to remove an old piece from your cupboard. This will ensure that the number of clothing 
will not get out of hand. Moving into the kitchen. Our kitchen had a lot of items that I never used before. I used to be such a sucker for anything that had to do with baking or cooking. Whether it was a special citrus peeler to a unique pie pan, if I saw it and it looked great, I would just have bought it. This led me to my utensils drawer to be a mess, to even some of the cupboards being me basically stuffing as much as I could in there. So I went through every single cupboard and place and place a lot of items in the three boxes or sections I mentioned earlier. I then placed all my utensils as well as the items that I had a lot of but could not decide what to keep in a box. Every time I used a utensil or some of the items, I removed it from the box and then placed it in my drawer. All the items that I have not used within one or two months, I added to the sold or giveaway containers or sections in the house. You can also check if all the items in your kitchen are required. You might have a big bulky garlic press but you might be able to do the same thing by pressing down on a large knife. You could also replace your rolling pin with one of your bottles of wine. The possibilities are endless. Food can easily take over your entire kitchen. I would recommend removing all the food in your cupboards, check whether they have expired or not, and you might even discover some baking soda with an expiry date of a few years ago. Those items need to go. I composted all of my food waste. You can have a look at the items that is about to expire in the upcoming weeks and try to consume them first. And also try to make menu options with the items that you already have in the house. This will save you from going to the store to buy even more items, but will be able to help you plan better and make sure the food does not go to waste. It can also make you check all the items before having to go to the store and will ensure you only purchase what you really need. When you head to the bathroom, there might be a lot of items in there that you have bought because it was on sale or you received it as a gift. And let's face it, chocolate body lotion might seem like a good idea in the store, but after a few uses, you might no longer love the scent. So what can you do? To be honest with you, I had a bit of a cosmetic obsession in what I would call my previous life. I would often visit my favorite store and then buy at least three to four of my favorite body washes, body lotions and body creams. I had enough of those creams to start my own little wild orchid and vanilla store. There was just no way I could have gotten through all of them in the next few years. As I was trying to eliminate the plastic in our bathroom as well, I decided to distribute the items in small glass containers and then gave it to friends as gifts over Christmas as well as some of their birthdays. That way, I made sure to remove those items from my bathroom cupboards. I also placed the items in my three boxes and dedicated spaces. And before I knew it, 
the cupboard looked a lot better and I could actually find stuff I was looking for without having to unpack the cupboard or drawers every single time. The entire process from clearing out the house is a process that I've been busy with now for a few months. I would spend maybe one or two hours a day to go through a specific area or cupboard in the house. So far, I have removed a very large amount of items from our house that I would no longer be able to use or that no longer represented our lifestyle of our zero waste journey. The most important thing however while on this journey was to make sure that I slowly and steadily clean up our house from all the clutter that takes up so much time to arrange and can easily make the house look unorganized and that thing is to make sure that you do not allow things in your house that will put you back at square one in a few months time. I've tried my best to let friends and family know that I have started with a zero waste journey. And although I really appreciate their thoughtful gifts, that I would really appreciate it if they did not give me anything that is overpackaged, that I might already have, or that will end up being thrown out in a few months time. If they really want to give me something, maybe something that I can eat or snack, in a reusable container that I can return afterwards, donating money to one of my favorite organizations, or just to give me a hug or go on an experience with me, like to the movies, an opera, or just a coffee or dinner. I find that it is often so important to collect great experiences that I can treasure forever instead of items that I feel obligated to keep forever because my mom or my best friend or my husband has given this as a gift and therefore I need to keep it for all eternity. So there is a lot of things that we can do and I hope that you guys have taken some tips and advice from this. As always, if there's anything that I can help you guys with, please do send me a message on Instagram at designbymariska and I will try my best to actually help you and to see how we can help you to go on this journey together with us. So my final tip for today, as always, and that is to do what you can and feel comfortable to start with. Living a sustainable life is a journey and not a race. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.